Hey, this is Tom Gray. Welcome to the This Stuff Matters, the podcast. This is our episode to be released on Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I tell you, here's where we're going to go with today's episode. I believe things need to change. I believe things need to change. Do you believe it as well? That's really what we're here to do. So our whole effort that we have started a couple of years ago with This Stuff Matters, we say that we are here to help you make the most of what matters most. And I don't think anything matters more than the condition of your soul and my soul, and then by extension, the collective uh world and community we're a part of, which is the condition of our society. And so we are pushing forward, and what we hope to do in this podcast is be highly effective in investing in the condition of your soul, but then additionally uh, galvanizing and organizing us, you and me, together into a movement that can be highly effective in influencing and even changing the condition of the soul of our society. So we are here, in essence, to lead a revolution of souls and society. And those two cannot be separated. And that's the path we're going to take. That's the attack that we are going to press is a both-and approach. I want to invest in you and what's going on deep in your life to help you make the most of what matters most. Because we all get one life. It's shorter than we'd like it to be. And every single second of it is precious, and so what we do with it matters immensely. And then I also have this deep conviction, and I, I just know there's a, um, you know, a, a, a huge throng of us who feel the same way that, that, that old adage that no man is an island unto himself. We are not. We don't live out our our one little precious lives in isolation. We live it out connected to the world around us, connected to the other souls around us in whatever form of society or societies that we're a part of, whether it's our nuclear family, whatever form of community of relationships we have. Uh, and then, of course, our broader context from our you know, our local communities to our country and then obviously beyond that even to the entire world. How we inter- interrelate with each other, how we interact with each other matters also. I'm not just here for me or about me. And whether I like it or not, what I do does affect others and how I live. And so we're going to take the both-and approach because both things, there's nothing really that matters more than souls, the souls of each uh, each individual and the society within which we uh, carry out our lives and the society which we're going to hand off to the next generation. And so because these things matter most, this is what we're going after. And so I want to invite you to do two things. I want to invite you to tune in to our podcast. We're going to release every Tuesday morning. I want to ask you to consider um, downloading each episode wherever you get your podcasts. The the world that is the wild, wild west of podcasts, this kind of uh, relatively new media that, that, that is uh, highly effective in organizing and communicating and teaching and inspiring, uh, it's, it's largely, it's, it is really a wild, wild west. And the only traceable, trackable metric that has a lot of weight uh, is how many times each episode is downloaded. 
And so I know you can stream it, and that's great, and that would be effective. It'll be uh, significant for you. But I would like to ask you to consider downloading each episode. Those are the things that can be tracked. Those are the things that eventually can can help mobilize some monetization of the movement and the effort. Uh, advertisers want to know how many times is each each episode downloaded. So download it if you would, and share it. You know, you can you can follow on your wherever your, your platform is that you get your podcasts. And that will make sure you get the updates. But we're going to release every Tuesday morning. Um, you know, download that thing and share it. Help spread the word because, number one, on the individual soul level, if you'll just tune in each week, here's what I want to promise. I'm going to invest in such a way that it will make a difference. There will be uh, the right kind of movement that over time you'll be super thankful for in your own soul. Uh, we're going to help you make the most of what matters most personally, individually in your life. So tune in for that, but then also join in for the broader movement that that we want to build and ask you to be a part of as we want to be, in essence, kind of co-conspirators in this. We want to build a revolution, not just of souls, but of society at large. So join in, help me by sharing it, uh, build the audience and we really don't want it to even just be an audience. We want it to be a team. And so one of the things going forward as we've been working on how to do podcasting and, and making it great, so Big John Radcliffe was my co-host. He's actually uh, taken a career change and uh, is off to other things. I'll, I'll miss him here, but I want to invite you to be my co-host. I want to invite you to, to be a significant part of this. I want to build a movement that really is participative, that really is collective. And so... Um, you know, we've got several things going on. You can, uh, in the show notes of each episode, you can find the number, uh, our phone number where you can reach me. Leave me a voicemail message with any questions you might have, any feedback, any, um, any two cents you want to add to this movement that we're going to build together. I'll put the, sh- the, the number in the show notes. If you want to grab it now, you can text or, or just call and leave me a voicemail, 6774. And obviously this won't be like a live radio call-in show, but as you leave voice messages, I'll I'll bring them into uh, future episodes. So it really will be a collaborative movement. I do want co-conspirators. I do want uh, us to build really an army of revolutionaries. We do want to re- lead a revolution of souls and society. And that's really just the launch today. I, I don't know, this may be our, co- our common starting point, what do you think? Do you believe things need to change? You know, I, I've i lived a long time trying to um, influence in the positive direction, but my desire and sense of calling even to try to influence things in the positive direction has really taken on a, a heightened sense of weight and uh, intensity lately. Almost the point, it's a little bit, and I don't want to ever be in a kind of a frustration mindset or a you know, just kind of desperation mindset, but, but man, I, I, I'm in a, it's now or never kind of a mindset. Like uh, we're at the brink. It's almost the last straw. You know, I, things have got to change. And, and so join me if you've got a little bit of that feeling in you as well. We're just at the point where it has just got to change. We cannot keep going on. In fact, we know it's, it's kind of old adage that, that saying that the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same things and then somehow expect different results. So we have got to 
change course. We've got to get down on the root level, on the foundational level, and find some of the core ways we have gotten off track, both as individuals in our souls and as society at large. And we've got to redirect. We've got to reframe. We've got to refocus and do something different. It's time. We've got to do something different. And we're going to look at that one belief at a time, one piece of mindset at a time, one piece of life philosophy at a time, one practice at a time, one piece of how we approach things individually and collectively at a time. And as a result, and in the process, we're going to see things change. So I not only believe things need to change, I believe we can change things. So that's the direction we're going. And the mindset I want to take toward it, and I make no apologies for this, is the mindset of uh, someone stepping into uh, a football program. Let's take a college football program that is struggling and needs to be turned around. Uh, I take that approach because that's my background. That's my wiring. That's how I view the world. I'm a former uh, college football player and college football coach. And, you know, it just... um, it's part of what we love about the intensity of football is that it is a very intense microcosm of life in general and society at large. You see it lived out uh, season by season, uh, you know, all of, of history playing out right before our eyes in that, on that stage. And I love it. And, and so in the same way that a coach would step into a program that is struggling and on the, on the decline and fundamentally shake things up to turn it around, that's what we've got to do. That's going to be our focus and the approach we're going to take uh, to the change that has to happen. And, you know, we don't have to, I don't have to give you some big long list of statistics for you to know that we're hurting as a society. The souls in, in the society are hurting. Society is hurting. We're, we're weakening. We're declining. You know, my major in, in college was history. And, you know, the mightiest empires don't last forever. And I don't believe there's been a mightier nation, a collective group, a society, a country like the United States of America. And I think we all feel it. You know, things aren't going well. We're not on a winning streak. We're not going in the right direction. We're getting weaker. We are. Our, our fragility is um, is beginning to take over. You know, I had the the privilege several years ago of being in northern Iraq, amazingly enough, um, in the Kurdish area. And driving up the road to to the city, our destination was a city called Dehuk. And on the way, there were signs on the side of the road uh, pointing to at least the the location of where the ancient city of Nineveh used to be. (laughs) And and there's nothing there. there. There's barely ruins. It's covered in sand. The desert has swallowed it up. But but let's just face reality here for a second. History. you know, teaches us, if we're willing to learn, Nineveh was the capital city of the most powerful empire in the world at one point, the Assyrian Empire, and it does not even exist today. Similarly, you go back even before the, the Babylonian Empire. You know, there's no city of Babylon. I mean, there's some ruins you can find in Iraq, but same kind of a thing. If I said to you, hey, let's go you know, have you heard the latest from the uh, the great the great uh, empire of Greece? You'd go, what do you mean, great empire of Greece? It's it's a it's a place that can barely pay its bills. Uh, it's built on ruins. What are you talking about? Nice nice coastline and and nice seafront property, but there's nothing there. If I said to you, what about what about let's go to the 
Let's go to Rome. You know, I've been to Rome, not too distant past. I mean, it's a decent little city and fun history to study, but nothing much going on there. And so the greatest of world empires don't stay great. Similarly, uh, football programs, the greatest of football programs. My dad was the, the biggest Army fan back in the day, and they were powerhouse, two Heisman Trophy winners in the same backfield in the day. They were fearsome, uh, a fearsome football power. Well, not so much anymore, right? Even in my lifetime, one of the most uh, consistent powers in my earlier lifetime was Nebraska. I, you know, I don't know where are they where have they been in in recent history. So nothing stays in, in any organization. Similar similar kind of a trajectory, evolution, lifespan can happen. And uh, you know, I read a great book several years ago by Jim Collins. He's the one that wrote the. Uh, the great book, From Good to Great, uh, you know, just fantastic principles in there about how to build something that, that does last a while and is successful and influential. But then his follow-up book was How the Mighty Fall, and, and the Mighty Do Fall. Let's just be clear. Uh, and one of his quotes from the book says, I've come to see institutional, institutional decline like a staged disease, harder to detect but easier to cure in the early stages, Easier to detect, but harder to cure in the later stages. An institution can look strong on the outside, but already be sick on the inside. Well, you know, what a profound and, and uh, apropos analysis. And as we think about the United States of America, I don't even know exactly how to identify us. I, I, I'm a little fearful that we might even be in the later stages of decline. And there's a sense across the board that we feel it. You know, and it's not just the effect of, and we, we tend to, uh, you know, have, a, have an easy scapegoat with COVID. You know, we just kind of blame everything on, ah, you know, th- we got really thrown out of whack out of COVID. But COVID didn't create nearly as many problems as it did reveal some internal weaknesses in these stages of a disease eating us from the inside out. And so we as a country, we as a society, I believe we all would say are, are sick. We, we're weaker. We're declining. We're... we're we're going in the wrong direction. We feel it. Um, now, I don't know if we're in the earlier stages or in the later stages. Either way, I don't anticipate that the, the turn or the correction is going to be easy. I think it will take you and me together uh, to, to, to organize and galvanize and get clear on where we're going to go. And so in the same way that Nick Saban stepped into a hurting Alabama program in 2007, that amazingly, now that we've had from 2007 to now, it's hard to even imagine Alabama that the 10 years under three different coaches before Nick Saban stepped in, they had four losing seasons. Isn't that incredible? Uh, So what did he need to do? What did he do? Uh, Those are the kinds of things that will give us guidance into what do we need to do in the broader context with our society. Uh, Starting with that uh, inseparable link to our own individual souls. What do I need to do? What are some uh, internal changes I need to be committed to? And then how do we uh, move forward to say, hey, this has got to change. We cannot keep going the way we're going. So episode one here, I just want to tee it up, and I want to ask you to tune in. Will you make a commitment to tune in, download these episodes, and share them? I mean, we could literally multiply um, the movement if everybody just took took the time to share with one person they think might also say, you know what, it's it's time. It's st- something's got to change. It has got to change, and I'm ready to sign up. I'm ready to do whatever personal work, as difficult as it might be to make personal changes, and I'm willing to be a part of helping uh, push forward uh, the changes uh, in the broader context. So would you tune in, and then would you join in? 
Um, th- this is where we're going with this. And so leave me a message if you would. I want to hear two things from you out of the, as a result of this episode. Uh, call our number. Leave me a voice message. What's one change on the personal soul level that you're in the middle of working on or that you sense you need to start working on? What's something you want to see change in you? Leave me that message if you would. I'll bring it into the next couple of episodes as we're able. Number two, what's a change you see glaring in our society that we need to attack and we need to reverse, we need to change? So leave me those voice messages if you would. I also want to advertise ahead of time here. Go to our website, our website thisstuffmatters.net and buy your ticket to our next This Stuff Matters live event. It's going to be on Wednesday, September 14th. If you're anywhere near the greater metro Atlanta area, we're holding it at the, the Maggiano's Little Italy in uh, at Cumberland Mall. It's going to be basically doors will open about 11.45 a.m. It'll go till 1 o'clock p.m. Our featured guest is Ralph Stokes. He is one of our fellow revolutionaries. Um, he's a PGA Tour store uh, executive, but he's written a book recently called One of the First. This is a man who has been an agent of societal change on many levels over the course of his lifetime. We're going to learn from him and connect into him. He was one of the first African-American football players to play for Bear Bryant at the University of Alabama when uh, the SEC football was integrating. He has been a force for unity and integration uh, in all of the healthy, strong, good ways that our society uh, needs and has benefited from. So uh, those tickets are 20 bucks each, which the meal itself costs more than that. You're going to be getting a great deal. It's going to be part of building this movement, part of um, the movement towards a revolution. So uh, go, go to our website, get your tickets right now, if you would, for the September 14th luncheon with Ralph Stokes. All right, so we're off and running. I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday, meeting with you next Tuesday. Reach out to me at thisstuffmatters.net. Call me on that number that I've given you. It'll be in the show notes. And I look forward to uh, seeing you next Tuesday. Until then, this is Tom Gray and This Stuff Matters. <laughs>